Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. It's all about Notre Dame walk on Rudy. Rudy Rudiger. Rudy Rudy. Uh-huh. I don't know why in the hell they want to line up a five foot seven, hundred and thirty-five pound man at defensive end. They finally put Rudy in the game. Sure. And he's clearly, if anything, he's a defensive back. They put him at defensive end, he was lined up offside and made the tackle. The end of a beautiful story, I guess. Um Question, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, this is a song called Rudy Can't Fail. Uh-huh. I, Charlie. I guess they wrote this song before the movie, knowing that, uh, knowing that he was going to be a star. I'm, what are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you made me break character. I'm so sorry. What are you doing? I, well, Why do okay, you have a giant Charlie, quilt? Because Charlie needs to come up here. Oh, my He's God. He's going to yell the whole time. Charlie. Okay. He's going to yell the whole time. Come here. Come here. Oh, he's heavy, though. Jeez. He's heavy. Oh, boy. Somebody gained some holiday weight. Oh, my weight. God. Yeah, I'm a chunker. He's been grieving. He's been grieving. Okay, boo, let's go. Let's. Hey, okay, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. I got Charlie here. You know, he was just going to bark the whole time. Uh-huh. We could go back to, yeah, hi, Cecil. <laughs> Me again. <laughs> he's back. Uh-huh. Cecil, what are your thoughts on Charlie? I think he's a cute little feller. He's a bit portly. I know, he is portly. Of course, when I was growing up, that's a sign of a wealthy family if the dog was portly. Even the dog's well fed in that family. They must be doing okay. <laughs> oh, Cecil, you're about, always weird. How about you, Boo? Boo, OM. <laughs> OMG, happy Stoneberg's Day. I am ready. I am here. Yeah. I am on three cups of coffee, one orange Celsius. Hell yeah. And you know what a dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's a... That's quite a combo. How about you, boo? How about you? I'm Dave. I'm Georgia. Talk like a hayseed. <laughs> what are you doing, Diggling? Boo, you know. Did I'm, you get the, the uh, email I sent you? I did. Okay. Porn. <laughs> Yuck. Porno. Porno. We should do more stuff like this. Oh, boy. Um, that would be very awkward. <laughs> I mean, I guess sexual positive. Sexual positive? Uh, sure. Sex, sex positive? Sex positive. Uh, email had nothing to do with sex. But okay. Get Sorry. your mind out of the gutter. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what's going down, silly clown? Well, I'm a little T.O.'d. You T.O.'d? I'm T.O.'d today. Yeah? Um, Ticked off? Question. Uh-huh. It, what day is it? What's the date today? The date is the 26th of January. Okay, great. Um, so is there a Christmas that I didn't know about coming up, like in the next month or so? 
I don't There's know where not. you're going with this. There's not. Oh, this is about the mat. There's a mat outside. <laughs> now, God oh, bless boy. our methed out neighbors or speed. We don't know. What allegedly. What uh, if you say allegedly, they can't sue you. Okay. If, but I doubt they are listening. Yeah. Anyway, they found a nice doormat. If you will. <laughs> now, I love a good doormat. Mm-hmm. Very, very into it. Uh-huh. I love the ones that say hello uh-huh. or welcome home, you know, a rainbow or two. Very Keep fun. Moving. Keep Okay. I like that one. I used to have one that said something like that. Really? Like, I'm not home or something. Some smart ass mat that I got as a gag gift. And then you used it? Yeah. Good for you. Uh-huh. I love that people use gag gifts. Anyway, uh, guys, this is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. Now, It is a holiday mat, which I let slide uh, for the holidays. However, (laughs) it's still there. And it's not in front of the person's door because that would be their choice. You know, that's their forte. It's at the foot of the stoop. Of of the whole building. The whole building. And it's still there. Which is stupid. Uh, Like, practically it's dumb. It's, Visually, it's ugly. It's ugly. It it just, it's, um, well, it's weird, uh-huh. okay? Because now I am anti-Christmas, mm-hmm. just not a fan. So every time I come home from walking Charlie and or exiting the house for many errands, I've been going outside, guys. Many what? Errands. Errands. Yes, because uh-huh. I'm important now. Oh, are we going to get to that? We're going to get to that, but I... about how important you are now? We're going to talk about my importance, (laughs) Abby. But I just... That's the first order of business. Uh Um, So, may I, in the dead of night, Uh with a hooded black sweatshirt, because this, uh, you know, person has a ring cam, can I just take it and throw it into a garbage can? It's Mm -hmm. free. It's free. Mm -hmm. It's a free thing. You could tell. They, They... it was used. Yeah. It's a used. It's an old, haggard. Rat. It looks like. I think something, it's for the kitchen. It looks like, and no offense to old people, but it looks like something that they put out at the nursing home in December. Like, hey, look at the little decorative Christmas thing. Hundred percent. But it's just, it's there's nothing appealing about it. Well, it's not cute. Mm-hmm. The 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 color scheme's all off. I mean, the only thing that's good about it is that little cardinal because that reminds me of your dad. Mm-hmm. However, you know what? What the heck? The aesthetic of the building is off. I feel like it sets the tone for, come on in. You'll never know what you're going to get here. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that far into it, but <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the same goober who, uh, oh boy, we've got many issues with around the building. Uh, There's, okay. m- most recently, though, yeah. I, uh, I left a note on his car. And I didn't know it was his car. Dave is becoming. Listen, your your street watch. What me, is it? Let me let me tell you something. All right, criminal watch. Street. None of that. Neighborhood neighborhood watch. Bingo. There we there go. There it is. Uh, for those who don't live in the city and don't have to partake <coughs> in street parking, you know, maybe you don't know what's going on. Like no one knows. Uh, it's just very frustrating. All right, I think I, I've talked about this before, but. Long story short, we don't have we we have street parking on our block, but it's not traditional street parking where you're parked up on the curb or mm-hmm. right up next to the curb because what we've got if you can envision like our building, then a sidewalk, then you've got the asphalt street, but the first little strip is the bike lane. 
Big bike lane. Then you have parking spaces. Then you have the roadway. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. So whereas in a lot of neighborhoods or communities, if you have street parking, it's you park right up next to the curb. But Southern California is very bike friendly, so we have these nice bike lanes in between the sidewalk and the roadway. Um, and then beyond that, on the other side of the bike lane are the parking spaces. And they're... Um, just street, like uh, parallel parking. Like, but have, they've they've marked it out, so we can't. Yeah. So the, oh. each block has this giant rectangle. Right. Like, so there's a building, and in front of each building is a giant rectangle, and then there's a driveway, then there's another building with a rectangle in front of it, then a driveway, then another, so on and so on. Like the whole block is that way. So these rectangles are blocked off for parallel parking or right. street, street parking. Yes. And it's very obvious. That if done correctly, four normal sized cars or even big cars could fit in there. Mm-hmm. It, it's designed to fit four automobiles. Now that's for the, for the four to fit properly. <laughs> the the person at the very top has to go all the way to the top to the red line. Yes, to and the, the, where the red line and is. the person. In the very back, has to make sure that their rear tires are backed all the way up, maximizing the total space of the box. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. So imagine if that first or that final fourth one didn't maximize their space, meaning in that rear, that last parking spot, that last vehicle. Like I just said, ideally you'd want to put your rear tires all the way back to the edge of mm-hmm. that box. Well, what happens every Damn day. Okay, so guys, one second. Pause, boo. Pause, pause, pause. Before you keep going, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. Guys, this is a trigger warning of Dave's anger. Uh, This is a big, big thing lately. So we're just going to let him go. Uh, Know that this is just his reaction because he cares about people and loves everyone and just wants things to be fair. Okay, go. When that final, that last parking spot does not park properly (laughs) and they leave too much space behind them, you are now taking away space for other people, those people in the middle. Right. And my question, are you an idiot or are you an asshole? (laughs) And I ask that question about a multitude of things every day. Is this person an idiot or are they an asshole? Whatever the answer is, piss off. Yeah. Straighten it up. If you're an idiot, figure it out. If you're an asshole, stop being an asshole. What I've right. noticed, your anger right. with this. Sorry, I just want to let because you know. It, because parking is so scarce already. When people park correctly in this neighborhood, it's hard to find a spot. So then you got these jackasses that are either idiots or assholes. I don't know which one it is. But when you park incorrectly in this neighborhood, you're taking up two spots. They're basically double parking. Okay. Now only three cars can fit in that space where four should. Regarding the idiot or asshole theory, mm-hmm. I do, I like where you're going. However, can we make those words maybe a little more positive? So instead of idiot, you know, uh, forgetful. Or instead of asshole, maybe, uh, I was going to say bastard, but that's just as bad. <laughs> no, there's no room. There's no slack on this. Okay. Okay. Because if you can't figure, it really is idiot or asshole. If you can't figure out how to park properly, then you're an idiot and you don't need to be driving and parking. Okay. On the other hand, it doesn't take a lot of brains to look at these parking situations and go, oh, okay, I see how I should do it. Okay. <laughs> like, just, 
Well, anyway, so there's this car parked there. Like, every night I see people doing this. And the reason I care is because when my beautiful wife comes home late. That's me. And there's no parking spaces near our building. Sometimes you have to park a half a mile, three quarters of a mile away. Which is neat because I get my steps in, but I understand I what you're like, saying. I don't want my wife walking a half a mile after she parks at night. I mean, I am important now. So my point is, and every time I see somebody doing that, I assume, and I, I, I give the people some slack if you're someone's guest. Hey, oh, sh- I don't, I don't live in this neighborhood. I don't come here very often. I'm visiting a friend. I'm sorry, I didn't realize parking was so scarce. I didn't realize that you know the way I park. I cut those people a little bit of slack. Okay, well, I've never seen this car before. Like we mm-hmm. kind of know all the cars in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So this was a car I'd never seen before, and they parked that way two nights in a row. That's the other thing. Always when someone does park like an asshole, mm-hmm. they're they're always there for two or three days. You know, it's like, ugh, if you're going to park like an asshole, just, you know, run in, run out, and keep keep it moving. But every time I see some jerk parking terribly, that car stays there for two or three days. It's true. So anyway, this car stayed there for two nights in a row. Complete, like, instead of backing all the way up to the end of the box, it left a good 10, 12 feet. Like... Yeah, behind it. Behind it. Right. Which is... Not enough for another car to slide back in and behind them. Do you see what I'm saying? If someone mm-hmm. tried to park behind them, they would then their rear end would be out of the box and they'd get a ticket. Mm-hmm. So it's he parked further, didn't park back far enough, you know, to to maximize the space, mm-hmm. but didn't mess up enough to where someone could slip in behind him and just use that space. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like he, a motorcycle could probably fit behind yeah. if they. Did the sideways thing with the thing, yeah. but yeah. That's, so, and yeah. I'd never seen this car before, and on the second <laughs> night, I was like, I just had enough. So I, I put a note on the car, and now, uh, you should have seen the first draft, I, but oh, I, was, I was polite. I oh, just boy. said something I wrote in big letters. I just wrote, park better, and then in smaller <laughs> type, in smaller print, I wrote, four cars should be able to park in this space, but thanks to your inconsiderate parking job, only three can. Which is and fair. And then I wrote, oh boy, common courtesy, <laughs> common sense, pass it on. <laughs> that was my message to this person. Again, you should have seen the first draft. What was know? it on a little a little index, index card? Index card. Okay. I just put it on the. Uh, well, that's a I, nice I just put gift. it in the little, on the uh, yeah. driver's side window. Okay. But yeah, oh, it's like no. park better, common courtesy, common common sense, pass it on. Um, pass it on. Come to find out. That's the same dickhead who we've had issues with. That's Mr. his new, doormat. That's his new car. Yeah. And the only reason I knew knew that is because I could hear him. He was walking. I had, we had the windows open yesterday. I heard him on the phone. If I find out who put this note on my car, I'm going to slap him. And I, slap him? And I almost walked out and started giggling then. Um, I didn't. I haven't approached him. But if he asks me, I will not deny it. I'll be like, oh, yeah. Because and this leads me to another moral point. That, that I've encountered with other people. But anyway, there's a this long story with this guy. My point is, going back to the story, I'm, I'm, I'm a little rambling today. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're medicating. We're medicating uh, ourselves. <laughs> but my point is, uh, you live in this neighborhood, asshole. You've been victim. You've been on the other side of this, I'm sure, dozens of times. Everybody who lives in this neighborhood That's true. Has, has been gypped out of a parking spot because some asshole was taking up two spots. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that this guy has been victim of that. So my point is, you live in this neighborhood. You've been victim to shithead parking before. 
How about you take your head out of your ass and park your car properly? Yeah. You know? But I didn't know that was his car because it was he got a new car or a new used car. Uh, but, yeah, I just overheard him. I was eavesdropping yesterday, and he was on the phone. And I'm, I'm assuming that's what he's talking about. And he goes, ah, if I find out who put this note in my car, I'm going to slap him. And oh then my, my point would be like, uh, but yeah, if I see him tomorrow and he asked me, hey, did you put a note in my car? I'd be like, oh yeah, absolutely I did. He would never do that because yeah. he's afraid of you. My point is too, though, um, I, you, like you said, they have a ring camera. And I'm sure he's, if he goes back and if he cares enough about this, I'm sure he'll find out that it's me. Yeah. And when he asks me, I'll be like, oh yeah, the, the, the white Ford Explorer? Oh yeah. A, I didn't know that was yours. If I'd have known that was yours, I would have knocked on your door and I would have been neighborly and polite. But I'd say, hey, John. You know, I'm sure you probably weren't thinking or whatever, but you, you want to straighten up a little bit there so my wife can park? Right. I, I would have, you know, approached it that way. But also, B, like, he's so mad now. <laughs> he's so mad that someone put a note on his car. Okay, understood. Uh, I'm mad that you parked like an asshole. Yeah. So, but see, he automatically thinks that he's got the, you know, that he's the victim. You know, some some jerk put a note in my car. First of all, it wasn't a rude note. I didn't cuss. You know, the first draft I, I probably did, but I, 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 I've done this a few times. But my point is, and this happens a lot in life, where the person who's, I don't know how to articulate this, the one who receives the retaliation feels like the huge victim. Like, how dare you put a note on my car? Well, how dare you park like an asshole? That's and if just you hadn't entitlement, like, if yeah. If you didn't park like an asshole, nobody would have put a note on your car. Now, you park like an asshole, that doesn't give me the right to kick in your door and shoot your dog. <laughs> but guess what? You might get a smart-ass note on your car. I didn't <laughs> slash his tires. I just said, and I didn't cuss. I just, hey, come on now, park better. But the fact that he got so offended by it, he was enraged. And also, I think it was a bit performative because it was quite a coincidence that he did that right in front of our window. Yeah. And I know that he has a ring camera, so he probably knows it's me. Feel free to knock on the door, and I'll be glad to explain. But I'm not making my point clear, but this happens so much in life where it's just like in football or sports. Uh, There's this old... And it does kind of play out this way. When a guy in football, the, the, the play's dead, the, you know, plays over, and one guy shoves another guy. Yeah. The guy who got shoved then shoves him back. He's always the one who gets the flag. Yes. The guy who retaliates is usually the one that who gets caught. That is life, isn't it? But my point is the fact that he's just enraged that someone had dare put— well, yeah, let's talk about why they put the note there, asshole. Yes. Like, you're pissed that someone put a note on your car. I'm pissed that you park like a jerk, <laughs> you know? And one could have prevented the other. If you didn't park like a jerk, nobody would have put a note on your car. But well, that happens a lot. Does that make sense? It totally I've, does. I've had arguments where, with people who they just, you right. know, oh, you're mad at how I'm reacting to your shitty thing. Well, yeah. maybe don't do the shitty thing. And again... Just we had this thing in, in police work is called the uh, use of force continuum. It, it just meant Ooh, in, in terms I of like using force, we were, the use of force continuum mean, meant you could match the perpetrator's force and then go one step above, just one step. What I mean is, if I'm if cops out here and he gets in a scrap with a guy who, and the guy pulls out a knife, then he would match that and then go one further by then pulling out his gun. Does that make sense? So matching their tone or no, matching, matching their, their action? Force. Okay, I'm sorry. Whatever matching. level of force you bring on me, 
in the use of force continuum in the eyes of the law in regards to police work, that cop is now allowed to meet that force and go one step above. Okay. And what I mean is if a guy pulls a knife on a cop, the guy can pull out a gun and defend himself. If a guy pulls out a fly swatter, the cop can't pull out a gun and shoot him. Okay, copy If a guy that. pulls out a copy fly that. swatter, you can... Then you use hand-to-hand combat or maybe mace or, you know, the baton. But you don't – if someone's charging at me with a feather, I can't pull out a machine gun and be like, they were charging me. Okay, I have a question. What if somebody charges you with really aggressive words that scar you for years? I mean, that's that's a whole other discipline. (laughs) All right, well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But does that make sense? It does. But my point is, like, I just love it when people like him get so offended, like, oh, some asshole put a note on my car. Why do you think he did that? Yeah. And the fact that there's not, and I know people like this, the fact that it probably never dawned on him, you know, to think, oh, if someone did that to me, if someone put a note on my car, smart ass or not, Mm -hmm. and I did look and I'm park like an asshole. Now, if someone's putting something under a microscope, splitting hairs, you know, (laughs) if the guy was six inches, you know, the guy was 10 feet away from where he should have parked. If he was six inches and I left a note, then it'd be like, okay, asshole, get over yourself, you know. Yeah. But the fact, it was a pretty egregious parking violation where you're taking up enough space where you're kicking somebody out, musical chair style. Hey, four chairs here. Now there's only three because I'm an asshole. Right. The fact that when people receive that kind of, when you get called out like that, I guarantee you, knowing what little I know about this guy, I guarantee you he didn't stop and go, oh, man, this guy's a prick, but he's right. I, I ugh, Okay, yeah, I get it. Fair is fair. I park like an asshole. This guy's pissed, had to walk a half a mile. I deserve to note. But he's probably like, oh, how dare you put a note on my, like, look at how shitty you're parking, dude. And I know, I feel like I'm being redundant here. No, but it's just, I, I understand. Just, it's, that happens so much. We gave much. them a trigger warning, guys. It we told you. It happens so much when people get the, the person retaliating is offended. You know, like, know. how dare you? That's your big thing. That's your, well, it's bullying and gaslighting. Yeah, it's and gaslighting. It is. It's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Why are you mad? And not to mention, this is the same asshole that's already annexed the mm-hmm. the garage roof. He's oh, yeah. built a we fucking... We told you guys about that. Built an, uh, a rooftop patio up there. That we, no we, one can use but him and his wife. And he doesn't even own or rent that actual space. Right. He's also the same guy that puts... I, he had some trash emergency this week. Hey, I'm up on the patio, you know, building a fucking vineyard, <laughs> and I got a bunch of... <laughs> Bunch of no, trash. It's true, you guys. And it is a lot put, of weird then stuff. Then he just puts his trash in everybody else's can without even asking. I mean, it, yeah, he's probably the worst person this ever. A fucking peckerhead. And these are the same neighbors that hate me. We don't For know no why. Reason. No idea why. Uh, yeah, it's building, you guys. Now listen. I know that sounded very for no reason. Like I'm, I'm the guy that I'm talking about. I know, but sincerely, like they, you've done nothing to them. No, you what have I've done. done nothing to them. They've literally crossed the street. Dave thought that. Oh, I called you Dave. Weird. Are yeah. we in a store? <laughs> I'm not allowed to call him Boo. I'm not allowed. I mean, I'm allowed to call you anything, yeah. except you know, mean. But in the store. No, I just don't want you yelling across the aisle, boo! And everybody's looking at us like, look at these idiots. I think it's funny. Anyway, 
I forget what I was saying. Ah, oh, this dude. Yeah, he's just the worst. Oh, and yeah, they're they're they've always been kind of rude to us. What do we do? All I do is take your stupid trash cans down every week. Like they're not. I guess. Well, they get home at a decent. For some reason, me and this other neighbor are the only ones that take all four trash cans. Well, down. it's on one side, yeah. so the people that are above us are very nice, yeah. and we are nice. And then the other side of the building, because it's like a duplex, that side is just bad energy, it's bad mojo, bad everything. But my point is, okay. like, all we've ever done is be friendly and try to help out and take their trash cans up and down and run off public masturbators. I don't know how many encounters I've had out here where I've had zero backup. Yeah. You want to rant and rave? You want to annex the damn, build you a patio, rooftop patio. And For just him and his wife. You know, but when there's some real shit, when there's some real neighborly shit going down, no one's no one's around. I bet you a dozen times I've had to run off crazy people in the middle of the night, just screaming on our stoop. Oh, yeah, the screamers. Just screaming. And I'm like, I know I'm not the only one that was awake, (laughs) woken up by this. Of course. But But not once has I seen a neighbor out there like, Dave, you got this? You need some help? What's this guy doing? I handle all that shit by myself, do all the trash can shit. I'm friendly to everybody. I know it's. I, I know I'm being hypocritical. I'm talking about how friendly I am, and I left a, a mean note on the guy's car. But hey, I didn't know it was his car. Well, it, was a no, it was a note of knowledge. And like, there you go. If I'd have known that was his vehicle, I would have just knocked on his door. And if that, you know. But I was just thinking, ah, this whoever this new asshole is here doesn't know how to park, and someone needs to tell him. And Good now, job. Now boo. he's offended. I. Whew. I'm ranty today. I like it. I like ranty. that you're ranty. I'm Here's, fiery. Well, it's building. This has been building for a while, and I'm concerned. I, I think our move should happen sooner because <laughs> I fear you or I are just going to start screaming one day at him. No. Don't you think? No, I can't do any more of that. Oh, yeah. i got to be careful. Mm-hmm. It's our last <laughs> Well, that's the irony of that, too. You know, I don't know. I just, I really do try to help out, and I just wind up getting into these altercations with people, just like the last apartment. I know. R.I.P. That poor guy. <laughs> he was horrifying. Oh, boy. Listen, uh, boo, are you feeling better? That I, well, I feel pretty good. I just want everyone to know that I, I think we sound... Obviously, like little creeps complaining about our parking situation. <laughs> no, I know what you this know, sounds like, but like, ugh. but parking here, guys, it's like that. It's okay. Remember the smash hit movie Far and Away, starring mm-hmm. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? Mm-hmm. It was about the era where <laughs> they get land. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they get the land. So when you get your spot, it's like we're staking out the land. I've been doing a lot of... Is this a metaphor? No, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> trying to explain... <laughs> is this a metaphor? No, but... An, an analogy. 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 Am I a parent? <laughs> yes, I guess that would be an analogy. Anyway... Guys, parking's hard, and uh, it, I would say, now, boo, you've been all across the country, you know, you've traveled. Is this the worst city with parking? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Worse than New York? Uh, I haven't lived in New York. I've been there a lot, but I'm sure Manhattan is, is a nightmare. And San Francisco. Those are the two, but this is 
bizarrely busy. My, my point is, I have no tolerance or patience when your negligence affects me. <laughs> now, if you're ne- if you just want to be a dumbass and you're just shooting yourself in the foot, then that's your right. But your either your negligence or your assholishness or whatever you want to call it, the fact that you can't figure out how to park your vehicle correctly has now inconvenienced me or anyone else. That's when I get triggered. It's like the fact that you could not figure it. It really does boil down to idiot or asshole. Those are really That's the only true. two options, no? No, you're right. You're Either right. Either you're, you're dumb and you didn't notice that, oh, I guess I should park better because maybe I'm taking two spots. Or you're just like, I don't give a shit. I'm in my own little world. I'm the star of my own movie. I park where I want to park and kiss my ass. Well, it's one or the other, no? Pausing, you know, you're, I understand. I, I think pausing and being like, wait, why did I get this note? Oh, you know what? I did park like an asshole shit. Okay, next time I'll be better. And this note's kind of shitty, but eh, whatever. Um, and I pick my battles. No, I, I know. would not put a note on the car if the guy parked six inches over the line. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. This was course. a pretty egregious foul. I, I do pick my battles. No, I know you do. And and that's why I praise you. That's why I sing. <laughs> that's why I offer you my... No, but you're right, boo. It's correct, it, but it's self-reflection. So asking, okay, why would I get this note? Oh, I was parking weird. Why was I parking weird? Well, I was in a hurry. Why am I always in a hurry? Well, maybe it's because I'm on meth. Why am I on meth? Well, I'm trying to go ahead and conquer the demons that I can't seem to through normal, you know, ways. Oh, why can't I? You know, it's asking why. Common courtesy. I know. One. That I, was free therapy. I know, You're welcome. I know this sounds self-righteous. I know I sound, uh, what's... What's the phrase? Um, um, self-righteous. Uh, self, not self-soothing. Fucking, uh, Maybe this man. does soothe, soothe you. What's the phrase I'm looking for where people are always making themselves look good? Um, bragging? Braggadocious. Uh, oh, uh, braggadocious. Virtue signaling. <laughs> Whoa. I, I know it sounds like I'm virtue signaling. All right, signaling, smart club. That's <laughs> well, not that smart. Ooh. I, I, I know it sounds like I'm virtue signaling, yeah. but really... Oh, and I'm not perfect, and obviously I've got my flaws and my quirks and whatnot, but I do try to make an effort to be considerate of those around me. That's whether, true. Whether I, it's in my own apartment and I'm being considerate of the volume of my stereo, or if I'm in line at Burger King, or you know, the other day I was in line, I was standing at the meat counter, and a lady clearly came up, you know, 30 seconds behind me and stood a few feet down. And the guy's like, who's next? And she, you know, and I, I, I let her go. I was like, yeah, did you, just because she was a lady. Did you give her the, like, did you turn? I said, I think, I, I wasn't sure, but I, I, you know, in that moment, I always err on the side of caution. Hey, I think this lady was here after me, but I'm not, I wouldn't bet right. my life on it. Who's next? Go ahead and take her. Right. And then to her credit, she said, no, I think you were next. And at that point, I was like, it, it's fine. It's the fact yeah, that you... Yeah, because she acknowledged. Yes, the fact that you acknowledge that makes me want to give it to you even more. So yes, go ahead. Lady. Yes. But just you get this, more with sugar than But you see it bears. everywhere you go. <laughs> you see it everywhere you go of people just either they're up their own ass and they're not thinking about others or they're, you know, actively or they're aware of it and they're trying to to get one over on whomever. They're opportunists. They're what I was here first, me, me, me. 
This is horrible podcast. This, this is just me hey, ranting. Hey, no, I like it. <laughs> hey, this is good. What if someone's having the same issue and you just made them feel better? The problem because with, you're overreacting. The problem with <laughs> me and weed is it oh. does get my motor mouth going, but it sl- it speeds up my mouth and slows down my brain. I love it. So I, I yeah. talk more, but I can't you know think about what I'm trying to say. Welcome to my <laughs> world. Welcome to Kana's brain. But I just just. And and again, I'm not virtue signaling. I'm not saying everybody's got to be Mother Teresa or Gandhi, but just just think, just uh, be a little considerate of those around you. And when you park like an asshole, you're not being considerate of those around. You. Now, th- again, this isn't me. <laughs> no, 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 it's a, this these are just me, waves. This of isn't me patrolling today. the Kmart parking lot looking for people who parked Kmart? an inch over the line. This affects me. This affects you. This affects everybody in this neighborhood when parking is already, it's like musical chairs. Right. It's insane. It affects our schedule. We literally don't leave the house at certain hours because we know that by the time we get back, we will not be able to find a spot. 3 p.m. or you're on foot. And I know that this has affected him because he's lived here longer than we have. Of course, he's been victim to this. So please pay attention and don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. Good, boo. Hey, you know, I'm glad we had this rant because you know what? You could take this example and put it in other parts of your life, you guys. Like, you know. <laughs> no, no, you set this up. You got to pay it off. <laughs> like chores. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. No, like, you know. I got uninterested. Sorry, guys. I think we do a good job of, uh, I mentioned this to you the other day, that uh, not only I know that we're married and in love, but we're also good roommates. We're great roommates. We're We're fun. I feel like you're very considerate of me. I Uh, am. I feel like I try to be considerate of you. You're very considerate of me because I'm a trash can. (laughs) I literally am just a chaotic mess. But just, I don't know. I know, boo. Just park better. But you know what? I hear you. And hey. Your feelings are valid. While I'm triggered and ranty, <laughs> I, I'd like to uh, I'd like to start doing a new feature. Oh, okay. We don't have to do this every week. Okay. Uh, but uh, Dave's traffic school. Oh, right? and I've got a lesson <laughs> no, for you today, no, no. and I'll try to calm okay. down. I know I'm okay. Triggered. So yeah, let's just go down with anger. But this is this is make it more fun. Make it more welcoming. This is right there on the same level of annoyance. All right, <laughs> traffic school today. <laughs> no one's a bigger proponent of right on red than yours truly. Big fan of right on red. Even when it oh, says. I hate it. I even, hate it. Why do you hate right on red? Oh, God. The anxiety of getting up there and then I'm looking at the crosswalk and then I have to go through the crosswalk and then I'm looking, you know, you're you turning. Don't, you don't have and to then, rush. You don't have to rush. Oh, Just, and then you're like, do I think I can make it with this car coming? Because yeah. if they're doing the speed limit, I can. But if not, oh, no. And then it's yellow. That's There's people all fine. walking. I just, oh. As the motorist behind you, that's everything you said is fine. I just appreciate the fact that you're aware of it and, and attempting it. Thank you. Does that make sense? Thank As you. opposed to the person who maybe they got their blinker on, mm-hmm. they know they're going to turn right, they're sitting at the red light and just not even looking, not even going to try. Anyway, that's not my point. I'm yeah. a big fan of right on red. When, you, when the opportunity presents itself, yep. and unless there's a sign that says no right on red, mm-hmm. pull up, pause. Look all directions, Mm -hmm. but if you see that you could safely make a right turn, even though your light is red, go ahead and do it. 
so we can all get on with our damn lives. All right, that being said, okay. there is one scenario where I don't want you turning right on red. Oh. Okay? okay. And here's the scenario. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Pretend we're at a at a intersection. Okay. Uh, a busy or with, no? Busy intersection with lights, not not a four way mm. stop. Okay. With lights, busy intersection. We're in the northbound lane. Okay. We're about to turn. We we want to turn right on red. When we're going to turn, if we're going northbound, a right turn would make us going east. Now, all right. Mm. I know you're not great with directions, but <laughs> never uh, eat shredded for, wheat for the, for the listeners. <laughs> we're going north. <laughs> we're at a red light, busy intersection. Oh. All right. We want to turn right and go east, all right? Normally, I would say go for it. Here's when you have to watch out. When you, if you have a red light, then that means the east-west traffic probably has a green light. Yeah, 100%. Okay. That's the e- scary east, part. East-west and west-east. They've got the green light, but they're clogged up, a lot of traffic. And it's going to be hard for me to explain this, but the guy, go, all right, we're going northbound <laughs> oh trying to go east. <laughs> The guy who's going east from the west, he's got a green light, right? Yeah. But the traffic is backed up, and he's a considerate motorist, and he says, hey, even though I have a green light, I'm going to stay here at the light because I can't cross all the way through. If he were to go, he would get stuck out in the middle of the intersection, right? And we all hate that. Do you know what I'm talking about? When the intersection gets clogged. I think, yeah. Yes, sir, you had a green light, but... The traffic was backed up, and you couldn't cross completely. 100%, you went, yes. You went on your green light, but you only made it halfway through the intersection because they're backed up. Mm-hmm. And I know it feels weird to just sit there and pause well, under a green worst, light. It's the worst thing. But the worst thing. No, the worst thing is getting stuck in the middle, oh, and then yeah. the light turns red, and everybody everybody's pissed off at you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. So the guy with the green light <laughs> didn't go because he knows that he can't make it all the way across. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you follow? No, I do. I'm sorry, okay. boo. It's just the guy with the green light <laughs> stops. Okay, because he knows he can't make it all the way through. That does not give the guy pointing north about to turn east right on red. That doesn't give him an opportunity to go. Hey, asshole! I got the green light. I'm back here waiting. So I don't clog the intersection. You over here, don't turn right on red right now. Wait until you have a green light. Wait till all this clears out. Does that make sense? I didn't pause to let this asshole turn right on red. I paused and stopped because the intersection's clogged and I can't make I didn't go because I can't make it all the way through. I understand. Until okay. that until that yeah. traffic in front of me it's loosens a, up. Consideration. It's yeah. consideration and thinking ahead. That's an example of idiot or asshole. Either the guy turned right on red, he sees, he looks to his left and sees the guy with the green light standing still. But does he think, oh, he's standing still because he can't make it through or he gets stuck out on the intersection? Okay, my question is what if the guy that's turning right on red is having the worst day of his life? He lost his job, his fiance broke up with him, and now he's just trying to get to CVS to get his antidepressants before they close. If you have an emergency, <laughs> put on your flashers, call 911, do something. We, guess what? That scenario, I sympathize with what you're saying. Okay. Everybody in that intersection probably has a similar story for well, the day. We're all know. We're all dealing with shit. That's true. We all are. And all of our feelings are valid. It doesn't mean you can drive like an <laughs> asshole. 
I don't know if I explained that scenario properly. <laughs> no, you did. That I all it's the very time. visual mm-hmm. and I had to really mm-hmm. focus. Yeah. But I, I did understand. I, I came around. Because for, for someone who is self aware, the worst traffic scenario I could be in is if mm-hmm. I went if I was the guy with the green and I went and then halfway through the intersection I'm like, oh shit, it's blocked it's Ooh, backed up. It's like the you, worst. you I, I went because I thought the people in front of me were gonna yeah. Start to go, yeah. But when they don't go, then you're stuck in the middle of the intersection. Then yeah. now your green light has now turned red, and the yeah. people going north south are like, "Hey, asshole, get out of the intersection." Do you do some waves? Do you say sorry? I do a lot of waves and like, sorry. I'll put my hands up. Like what? You but know, you, you gotta you gotta see that coming. Yeah, you gotta really. Well, that's why I like little cars. <laughs> Because I think your problem uh-huh. is you need a smaller car. Yeah. That way you'll park better. You'll get to get into little weird spaces. We should get you a little European, a Zoom Zoom, a Zoom Zoom car. You know, the little ones. What are those? Like a... Zoom Zoom used to be, I think, Mazda's thing. Mm. Zoom Zoom. That was a good little uh, commercial. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I've, ironically, I've been looking at cars online. <laughs> oh, you have? And I have no idea what kind of vehicle I'm going to get. Well, I do. I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Did you see that Chevy SSRI? Oh, don't, no, don't get that. You guys. Okay, Such let me. Let me. It looks like a car they would drive in The Simpsons. Okay, it's a cartoon car. It is so fun. First of all, we got a truck. I grew up with trucks. My dad died on Christmas. Okay, so, uh, and he liked trucks, so that's fun. It's like a cheers to my dad. Then, get this, it's also a convertible. Oh, excuse me, I can have a trucker votable? And it also has, it's also small enough to be like, wait, is that? And then big enough to be like, hey, I can move your couch if you have the right um, ties. So, yeah, that's my car. Or a Thunderbird 2005, pink or red, um, or a <laughs> Beetle. With, <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about dream cars. No, we weren't talking about dream cars. I oh. said I was thinking about getting a new car. <laughs> and you're like, I want a toy truck. <laughs> or a 2005 T-Rex. I've always wanted a Vespa as well, but that would be for street, you know, block to block work, not not anything on the freeway and or you, you know. know what I would love to have? A three wheel? We've been we've used the lime scooters a few times and I I I'm a big fan. Oh. I think the lime scooters are great. What if you just went out and bought your own? No, no, no. That pay for that. itself pretty quick. It probably would, but I don't know. It's terrifying. I mean, remember you had to like coach me through that lime scooting when we scooted. It's just like anything else. Well, it's and then the braking. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the lights. Uh, How's that different than if you were in a car? Because uh, my body is out go. and about, and it's in. I'm in charge of this little okay. motorcycle, and then I'm. Am I? Am I holding my core tight? Am I not? So you were like am the I, lights. You gotta stop at red lights. No, but then you know if you don't have, you don't. You know it's hard with the the brakes. I was always very bad with braking and uh, like bicycles and stuff. I wasn't a big bicycle fan. Tricycles. Now here's my jam. Good job. I don't mind bike cruisers. I don't mind some cruisers. So beach ones. Mm-hmm. The beach cruise. What would your dream car be? It's like it's both ours. Um, Perfect dream car. Like you get to do whatever you want. Hi, here's a car. Well, 
Uh, is it a daily driver? Are we talking? Do I have to c- take con- uh, practicality into consideration, or just aesthetically, or you know, what kind of car would I like to have? Okay, let's go with all three. So let's go with day to day. Let's go with super duper dream, biggest thing ever, or smallest. And let's go with a weekend car. So we got a weekend car, we got a day to day, and then we got the dream. Like Ferrari or okay. Thunderbird 2005. My dream car would be like a 1970 Ford Bronco. Oh, yes. I think those are so dope. Those are very in right now. So that would be my dream. But those, if you find a good one, they're $90,000. Yikes. My weekend really? car. Yeah. Why? Oh, because there's so few of them. And what awesome. made them so cool, though? Like, have they always been cool? Like, I feel like it's like the new hipster thing. Like, I ain't gonna rank them. Well, I was about to say my weekend thing. I, I've always been a Jeep guy. I love Jeeps. Ooh, I've I had two Jeeps years ago. But my weekend, my more realistic version of a 1970 Bronco would be like a 84 CJ7, like a 83, I'm 84 right now. Jeep CJ7. That's what I had. I had an 83 Jeep CJ7, and mm-hmm. I also had a 94 Wrangler. Not Ooh, I love a Wrangler. Yeah. So oh, the Wrangler, I like it. the CJ was the predecessor of the Wrangler. Ooh, this is cute. Basically, the same vehicle with just some modifications. I the, like that. The round headlights, the uh, the angled back roll, roll bar. I love it. When they started making Wranglers in 87, I think, they, they switched to the square headlights, and then they kept the angled... Uh, oh, oh God, shit. Just from the bottom one, of his oh, core. My, okay, one second. I'll Jeez. get it. One second. Oh, Charlie! <laughs> what is wrong with you? Charlie! <laughs> oh, my God. I was gonna pause it, but I I thought let's let's hear Charlie freak out. <laughs> that was from his heart. Jeez. <laughs> All right, poop bags, yay! This is a very high rambling episode. I think it's fun. I think people need a little like you know. Listen, we've been talking about heavy stuff. If money were no object, I'd want yes. a 1974 Bronco. Okay. If I could have a fun little project kick around weekend car, okay. I'd want an 84 CJ7, even though those are expensive too now. You could probably find a good one for a good price on that would be 20 Okay. You'd also find some that are 35 40 if they've been done up. And then that was my question recently. I don't know what my daily driver would be if I were to get a new vehicle. I'm, I'm thinking about... I think I've got it narrowed down to, uh, I like the Subaru Crosstrek. Ooh. Big fan of that. Or I also, I've always been a fan of this approach, and I did this unintentionally years ago when in 2012 I bought a 96 Lexus. I love that you had that. Yeah. Why did you have that again? Uh, it was my buddy's grandma's car, and uh, <laughs> she didn't drive anymore, and it was just sitting there. And it, it was a 96. She bought it new. In 16 years later, when I bought it, it had 40,000 original miles. Oh she literally God. drove it to church and the doctor Aww. for 16 years. And probably to get her hair done. And it was pristine. But my point okay. is, uh, daily driver, I'm thinking about, uh, I, might, I like those cross treks. But I also like the idea of getting. I love uh, Range Rovers. Oh, but me too. a brand new Range Rover is eighty five, ninety thousand dollars. Why is that? Is I, it just the horsepower and the look? I, I don't know enough about <laughs> cars. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Oh. 
My point is, oh, uh, I like the, the idea of getting an um, an older high end car. You know, I can't afford a twenty twenty two Range Rover, but I might be able to afford a twenty nine or twenty ten. I like that. You know, but then, then you got the thing. Well, like, yeah, this is affordable, but now it's got one hundred fifty thousand miles on it. So, but if I could find like a you know fifteen twenty thousand dollar like oh seven, you know, because my Lexus, for example, like. When it came out, that was one of the nicest cars on the market. I had the Lexus, 96 Lexus, uh, what was it, LS400. And I think the LS was the luxury, the high-end model. But, like, I like the idea of, like, getting the dopest car on the market 15, 20 years later. Me too. When you you could afford it. Like the Thunderbird 2005. (laughs) Why do you like those so much? Okay, so I think I like cartoon cars. I like Mm -hmm. cars that look like they could be in, like, Disney's Toontown. I know you don't know that because you've never been to Toontown because you haven't been to Disneyland out here, which we should go anyway. Long story short, I love it when it looks like, oh, my gosh, that's a cartoon. Uh Or it could be in a parade. I feel that way about the PT Cruiser. The PT Cruiser oh. and whatever junky car you said nope. while ago. SSR? SSR. Both R- of those I- look like SR. something Simpsons characters would drive. Okay, well, the, the PT, PT Cruiser, Cruiser's, oh, It looks I don't like, like something a comic book man would drive in Simpsons. Okay, so PT Cruiser, I, you would think I would like that, but I'm not a huge, it kind of reminds me of a, what's that thing where they put the coffin in and drive it? To the hearse? <laughs> How does it remind you of a hearse? Because it's long and it's kind of... It, it's not that long. It's, it's kind of long. short and squatty. Mm-hmm. The PT Cruiser? Yeah, PT Cruiser. I'm looking at it right now. Well, it's not as long as a hearse. Well, you know, it reminds me of it. So if a little chubby cartoon character died, he could be hearsed around in that? Yeah. Maybe that's what you're thinking. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Sorry. What are we even doing today? <laughs> We're getting out the episode. Right. We're making content, people. All right. We're in the, do- in, in the oh. spirit of non sequiturs. Okay. Uh, and, and no, I like no this. segues. All um, right. In my notes, I have Katie used, oh, comma, no. correction, oh. uses oh, no. <laughs> Dave's toothbrush. <laughs> you let that slip last night. You I, uh, okay. First of all. How long you been using my toothbrush, boo? I... I'd like to plead the fifth on that uh-huh. because I don't think that's important because guess what? When you said I do on November 6th, right? Uh-huh. Was it the 6th? And I'm aware I- that we are a uh, loving, healthy, newlywed couple. and um, Very healthy. We're very familiar with one another. And I get that. Yeah, like and we I have sex that, and stuff. I get that maybe we sh- I shouldn't worry okay. about you using my toothbrush, but I think it's more of the principle. Well, it's right there. Mm-hmm. I can't find mine. Mm-hmm. We don't. I don't have a toothbrush holder. I'm going through a toothbrush journey. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Should I do bamboo? Right now I have a bamboo one that's supposed to be good for your teeth or something, whatever. And then, or... Oh. I'm surprised you still use an analog toothbrush. Well, listen, I would get the battery-powered ones, mm-hmm. but then I'm at the store, and those are like 20 bucks. And I'm like, ah. Oh, I get the one that's 10 bucks. Still a lot the, um, for a toothbrush. Think about it. No. Think about it. It's your Think teeth. Think about it. But I want to kind of go big. I want to get one of those that just does it for you. Yeah. See, I have the little disposable battery-powered one that's yeah. like 10 bucks, but I love it. I've been using yeah, this. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I get, I get it. Pretty- <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I like it too. I, I, I try to switch it out every couple of months. 
Um, but you're talking about like the electric toothbrush, like, you know, one of the really fancy, it's got the little base and you recharge it yeah. and all that. Yeah, I mean that's a good investment. Or one of those uh, water picks where you don't have to. It's it's instead of flossing, you just it's like a power washer for your mouth. Kind of like that. Oh, and I like the tongue scraping when you get to see all the disgusting stuff scraped down. Now, I've heard of oh. that. I've never seen that done. What Ooh. what's a tongue scraper look like? Okay, it kind of looks like. Oh boy, I'm not going to be able to explain this. It's just like a loop. Wait, is it a loop? So you stick your tongue in. You thread the needle with your tongue? Yeah, but it doesn't have, oh, okay. it's like a, yeah, it's like a mustache shape, and you just scrape it. Eh, Interesting. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed them, guys. Eh, like that. I have a geographic tongue, so my tongue is kind of gross. I was always self-conscious about it. What do you mean geographic Look, tongue? I have all this shit, like dots on it and stuff. Uh, I mean, we all got that. No, I, no, it looks like I've eaten trash or something. I used to eat dog food as a kid. You brush your tongue real good? Yeah. Got to brush your tongue. I do. Do you? Yes. With my toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually try to find your Listerine and I just kind of rinse real quick. I don't know. I, I need to make it fun. I realize I'm going to have no teeth in like a year. I'm going to go mm-hmm. to the dentist. I went that one time. That one time when they told you you had 22 cavities? But I think they were trying to get money out of me. It's pretty ambitious. First of all... <laughs> if, if they're lying about 22. Did they really say you had 22 cavities? They did, I think. I, I You know, numbers are hard for me. How? And you went back and you got like two of them filled. Boo. How do you even eat? How do you function How, if you've got... Well, and I'm missing another twenty. I'm missing two teeth on my bottom. You're missing two teeth (laughs) on both sides. It is hard to chew. Like I have to. I didn't know you were missing teeth. (laughs) I thought I was a hillbilly because I'm missing a tooth. No, but mine's different because it's just out of laziness. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had a tooth that was crumbling and decaying about four years ago, and then another one pre-COVID. Yeah, so. I know. You know what I was thinking? I think I might get those fake teeth. What are those? Veneers. Veneers? Yeah. But then I'll have veneer face for a while because your teeth, like your lips aren't used to it. So you look kind of weird and cartoony. But I think it's fun. That might be fun. I could get that car, drive around in my veneers and just be like, what up, everybody? I've given up and I'm weird. But I park good. Nice, boo. Nice. Look at that. You tied it in. That That was a little bow. Professional. Hey, everybody. That's a bow. <laughs> but we have some news. Do uh, do we want to talk about your new position? Oh, uh, yeah. We don't have to talk details. But I, I uh, don't want to jinx it. But guys, I'm important. Okay, I. Uh, we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. No, no. But you've, I'm good. You've been excited. About no, it I am excited because been- I've I'm learning so much because I'm my dad. He just he has a few rental properties and uh, his company. Uh, he gave it to me, guys. Gave like you the he company. left me uh, his company, which is like, oh <laughs> shit! Sorry, that's Harvey. <laughs> oh god. Oh Charlie, it's okay. Oh, anyway, what a train wreck I'm <laughs> I'm a CEO. You're the CEO of of a the, company. Of a company. I'm not going to disclose it just because I don't want you guys to go out and buy some <laughs> stocks. You know what I mean? Because I'm learning about the stocks. I'm learning about energy mm-hmm. efficient things like solar paneling mm-hmm. and also, you know, tax, 
Been doing a lot of tax stuff this oh, weekend. Oh God, I know. Thanks but a lot. Yesterday Dad. you worked like ten hours. I did. Just just going through the books. Well, I'm learning. Signing stuff. I am learning, Boo. I am just I'm, I'm just diving in. A little OJT. I know Orange County. What? <laughs> On the job training. Well, OJT. Orange County. <laughs> that starts with O. Oh, this episode. But you know what? We have to have a little dud sometimes. No, this I'm having fun. I Me just too. Know, I know. I, I'm well aware that I'm rambling. Today. But I like it. I, I like your rant. Look, you have a great point of view, boo. Hey, don't let your light be hidden under a trash can. Was that my message? But, but bushel. Bushel. I'm mad that I'm not being seen. Oh, that, that was a lot. That was saying a lot. I hear you and I honor you. Mm-hmm. That's why we praise him. That's why we <laughs> sing. That's, That's been in why my head we offer him a riff. I know, me too. So you're, uh, you're the big boss lady. I know. I have a cup that says boss. Uh-huh. And then I also am working on a hat. So And a little gavel. Is it a gravel? A gavel. Well, I'm not sure what you're talking the about. Thing there that is a thing judges. called a gavel. Yeah. Yeah, the judges use. Did you say gravel? <laughs> gravel is a form of rock. <laughs> and I'm going to shop at Express. Hey, gentlemen, if you don't know what Express is, that's where business ladies get some pantsuits. I think it'd be funny if you were already just wearing pantsuits around the house. Oh, my gosh. Well, I curled my hair today, and I took a shower. That's new. And I got outside for at least five minutes. Uh Guys, you know. Now that you're a CEO, you got to get more organized and more focused. I got to get a Peloton. I think that's what CEOs have. I got to have, like, TVs, multiple ones. Oh, remember Christian Bale in American Psycho? That's Mm -hmm. kind of what I'm going to go for. Yeah. That aesthetic that look uh-huh. r- routine uh-huh. get a get a, a a dude secretary boo you could be at my secretary that i sexually assault nice fun i'll be the chloe sevigny yes uh-huh. oh want to hear my me, impression you can tell me what to wear and what not to wear that was one of my uh impressions at uh-huh. groundlings yeah. no big deal when i want to hear my chloe uh-huh. <laughs> by the way this didn't make me pass on to the next level <laughs> okay hey That it? That's pretty good. I don't know. Is she known for saying hey like that? No. Huh. I <laughs> You know, listen. It's pretty good. Impressions weren't my best. But here's Dave Stone. Hi, have you ever called in sick to work cuz you're full? That's not the joke. <laughs> it's close. That was <laughs> You ever call it sick to work because you ate too much at breakfast? There it is. I think that, well, that's why you're a writer and a poet of comedy. Comedy. Boo, listen, as a CEO, I think we got to really wrap these minutes up. No, you no, know? no what? good. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, good. No, we're rambling, boo. Okay, I know, but I just feel like people are, okay, whoever's they listening. They can turn it off. God bless you. you they're free to turn you it off what? or walk away. Okay, fine. I'm going to go ahead. You had some study aids. Okay. <laughs> I printed out some worksheets. If you love the rambling nonsense, you're going to love worksheet time. <laughs> okay, you guys. Last, so. Was it last week we mm-hmm. talked about your new diagnosis? Yes, I am dyslexic and I have ADHD and, you know, sometimes depression. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So my psychologist, who is 
um, used to be known as my dead mom doctor, but now is dead dad doctor. She likes my humor. She's Irish. She's earning her money. She's earning her money. Hopefully she'll go to church. (laughs) Okay. So, Dr. Julie, um, who is very good, you guys, if you need a doc, ooh, amazing. So, she told me to get, print out this worksheet and let Dave Mm -hmm. read what I think he is as a brain and then what my brain's like. So, my brain's different, okay? But apparently, in psychology... (laughs) My brain's different, Okay. Yeah. It is. We had a hunch. Okay. Well, hey, mister. I say that lovingly. Well, and I, I know we I like that you're a goober. Yeah. And you, you're in that smart club, I'm but you're a, a yeah, you're in that smart club. I'm an idiot. And you are what psychology says is neurotypical. Uh-huh. Now, that means you're a normal. So I'm just going to say you're normal. But think of it as a good thing. Do they have a neuro special? Well, no. Mine is neurodivergent. Mm. So that makes you feel better. And then they also shorten it because they know how psycho ADHD people are. So it's ND. (laughs) So I'm a neurotypical? What does that mean? Okay. So it's a person who does what is considered to be a typical brain and neurocognitive functioning. Okay, so that that is like within the normal societal standards. You do not have autism, ADHD, or any neurological condition. So NT is short for neurotypical. NT. Yeah. So yeah, like when you're you you know you're logical, mm-hmm. you're good at tests, mm-hmm. you know, um, whatever. Anyway, neurodivergent is what I am. <laughs> Now, guys, this is, I know what you're thinking. Katie, thank you for going over this. You're welcome. Okay. So neurodivergent, or as we say, NDs, (laughs) a person who has a different brain from what is considered the norm. (laughs) Don't laugh at my affliction. This includes autism, ADHD, dyspraxia, dyslexia, OCD, Tourette's, and other neurological conditions. Okay. What's dyspraxia? I I thought you just mispronounced dyslexia. That would be funny. It's like in Seinfeld when they're talking about uh, barometer, barometric pressure, and George goes, what is a barometer? And Kramer (laughs) goes, it's pronounced thermometer. (laughs) Oh, I love Seinfeld. Oh, um... Okay, so Dr. Julie wanted you to know, boo, mm-hmm. why some of my actions are a little, you know, clunky sometimes <laughs> or weird. So let's go ahead. Guys, this is, a, this is our new Katie's Try to Be an Actor Again series. Uh-huh. So I'm going to read A Day in the Life. This will be short, I promise, guys. It's like 10 things. Stay with us. Okay, so just a regular day, right? I'm going to read a situation For example, it's time to shower. Dave, as the neurotypical NT, is going to read what he would do. And me, the ND, neurodivergent, will read what I'm going to do. You guys will understand. And lights up. I don't have a script. Oh, it's right there. You have it folded. Oh, there it is. I even printed it and found a highlighter. Thank you. Okay. All right, cut. 
Boo, come on. Get it together. Get it together. Okay, lights up. Lights up. What page are we on? Okay, two of six. <laughs> but there's not six, guys. I only have three. Yeah, I only have three, too. Oh. Because we only, this is a small script, guys. Okay, here we go. I see what you're All saying. All right. Ready? Okay. It's time to shower. Mm-hmm. Neurotypical. Showers. That's what he does. He uh-huh. just gets up and showers. It's time to shower. I go shower. Neurodivergent. The sensory transition from dry to wet is too much to handle, so the neurodivergent sits on their bed, working themselves up for 20 minutes before deciding that washing their face with the flannel will do for this morning. So, is that really... Yeah, that's my that's thoughts. Real? 100%. I mean, you didn't have that exact thought. No, no, no. You're not worried about going from dry to wet quickly. And- I Well, I do wonder why I don't enjoy showering every day, and perhaps that's it. I mean, maybe they're putting words to my actions. So, like, just the phys... Like it said, that like, the sensory transition, like, I'm dry, I don't, I'm dry yeah. now, I don't want to go be wet. That would be something different. Yeah, I hate, I hate drying off. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it so much. I just kind of walk around... Much like Cuba Gooding Jr. and Jerry Maguire, I air dry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, guys, let's go to our next thing. <clears throat> Lights up. It's time. But, ta- but oh. no, seriously. Okay. Come back to What's wrong? I oh. didn't. I didn't know this about you. Do you really, like, simple tasks like that, do you sit around and overthink oh. them? Yes. Really? Yeah. It, I didn't know that. I have to undo it. Yeah. This is why Doc Julie wanted you to know this stuff because uh, like I another, don't communicate. What's another example of something like well, that? Well, this is okay, okay. That's what you printed yeah. off. Gotcha. So now he's into it, right, guys? Okay. I just didn't know that about you. Yeah. Uh, divorce. Ooh, <laughs> run for but the hills. Also, how do we set this up? This is a day in the life of a neurodivergent okay. versus a neurotypical. Does this have anything to do with your dyslex- dyslexia? Yeah. Okay. I'm a neurodivergent. Okay. So that's ADHD, ADHD, <laughs> dyslexia, diplexia, or whatever that weird one was. Uh, sorry, not weird, but different. Um, you know, what else? Something. Autism. Yep. OCD, Tourette's. All neurological disorders. Okay? Oh. So, okay. Boo, are you ready? I'm ready. This is a script. We can't, you know, sidebar it. Uh-huh. Okay. It's time to get dressed. The neurotypical. Neurotypical just gets dressed. Good job, boo. Just the same way he took a shower. Neurodivergent tries on five different outfits before finally settling which one doesn't seem to be itchy, rough, irritating, or uncomfortable. It just so happens to be the same outfit <laughs> the neurodivergent wears most days. So you you do do that. I do. I've You've seen. That. I'll go through 19 outfits. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Like, if we're going out, I'm like, okay, we got to, okay. I just put on whatever doesn't smell too bad. I know it sounds. <laughs> okay. It's breakfast time. Mm-hmm. Uh, neurotypical eats the fresh croissants even though they normally have toast. I love that you have croissants in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, neurodivergent. Thinks that the croissants look nice, but eats the same cereal they have eaten every day for breakfast for the past two years because change is too much. Starbucks. Hmm. This is interesting. Boo is looking at me differently, you guys. Oh no. I'm no. Just, no, I'm just just taking it all in. Take it in. You don't you don't so you don't have a typical breakfast, but you have a well, typical yeah. morning routine with your Starbucks. Uh-huh. That's like when I'm feeling good. But couldn't that just be this is what I like? True. It could be. You know? You're right. Let's keep going. Starting a task. Uh-huh. 
the neurodivergence. Nope. Oh, no. The neurotypical starts the task. Neurodivergent. Sits scrolling through social media because they don't have the executive functioning skills required to switch their mental focus to a different task, let alone decide what task to begin with. Hmm. I guess my question is, isn't some a little bit of this in all of us? 100%. Isn't it natural for almost anyone when you say, hey, go start a task, you're like, all right, well, two more minutes of looking at Facebook. You're and right. Then start. Yeah, but but maybe the it's difference the is the neurotypical eventually will just go ahead and start it while it takes you longer than normal. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Next, this is going to help you. I feel like this is like going to help us a lot. Okay. Because I need to get better, and mm-hmm. you know, you're fine, but <laughs> you need to get better at what? You know, life. <laughs> no. no, I think you're doing great, Boo. Thanks, Boo. Yeah. Oh, you're sweet. Okay, someone gives an instruction. Neurotypical follows instruction. Neurodivergent. Sorry, what exactly is it you mean? Can you repeat that? I don't understand what you mean. What if I get it wrong? I don't think I'm capable of following your instruction. Yeah. Instructions are hard for me. Hence, when I tried to hang the bathroom medicine cabinet Mm -hmm. Jack so lovingly gave us for Christmas, I just gave up because it was so frustrating. Hmm. But again, and I'm not trying to shit on your point here, but it just, I feel like, and I see Dr. this, Julie's someone point. who knows nothing about any of this, and we've talked about this in the past, my, I've always been under the impression that, yes, there are some people that have legitimate, I don't know what the right word is, afflictions, conditions, Neuro- neurological, whatever. yeah, stuff. But I also think some of this stuff is just life and human nature. Okay. You're right, but can I? Okay, mm-hmm. let's read three more. Okay. These are the ones that I think. All right. Uh, let's go to neurotypical. Okay, uh, let's go with social interaction. Oh, okay. Uh, neurotypical. Socializes with ease and enjoys it. Does not come away feeling exhausted. Neurodivergent forgets what their name is and how to speak, collapses with exhaustion following a 10 minute conversation. Now, see, I don't know if a medical text like this should be being sarcastic or embellishing. I don't think it is. Forgets what their name is and how to speak. Well, I collapses (laughs) with exhaustion following a 10 minute conversation. Well, yeah, you're taking it neurotypically, like very literal. This is just like, you know. Example. I know, but don't you think like something like okay, instruction well, we like have, this? We have two more. We it have two be, more. It should, their answers listen, should be more literal. Listen, Ranty. Okay? <laughs> We're doing something different. But my question okay. is. No, we got to. Okay. You do, know what? No, I. Boo. Why bring it up if we can't? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it, but I just need you to. You're moving on to the next thing. You're right. See, that's probably an ND thing, <laughs> Mr. NT. Boo, when you have a 10 minute. I, I understand social anxiety. I understand some people are socially awkward. Yeah. But are they really saying that someone like you forgets their name and how to speak? I have forgotten when I've been born and stuff because I'll get like, oh, dates and yeah. I'll go on little tangents like that. Yeah, that's not a great, you know, yeah. but. Okay. Um, okay. Neurotypical watching TV. 
Watching TV. All right. Neurotypical watches the new series everyone is raving about. Neurodivergent. Here we go. Watches the same show they have seen 200 times <laughs> and watch every day because they are obsessed and it makes them feel safe and happy. Well, I stand corrected because this one nailed it. Yep. You watch so much Real Housewives. It's not even, it's just, yeah, it does make me feel safe and happy. I mean, just like Vanderpump Rules when mom was dying was like my saving grace. I swear to God. And guess what? I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. See, I think all Bravo TV people, Bravo, not Bachelor, very different reality shows, but like Bravo Television, Housewives specific viewers are neurodivergent. And I think we all are just like, ooh, it's our happy place. Because a lot of people have come to be fans of the housewives when in a dark place. Huh. That is going to be my thesis. But I guess my question, like, what, what is it about those type of shows as opposed to any other show that might have a little more artistic merit? Well, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't know. Boo, listen, I think that was fun. No, you know? that is fun, Boo. It's fun. I Guys, like look it up. I don't know. We're trying <laughs> stuff out. We're throwing spaghetti at the pan. Oh, my God. Well, mm. oh. Art? Huh? <laughs> I like in the notes you about. said, grief update, typical versus divergent. See paper. <laughs> See, that's a that's a normal thing to. That's why these notes are really hard for me to do. Uh-huh. Like, because I just want to go on these paragraphs of like, and then Katie could talk about pink skies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is going on, Boo Boo? Oh, Boo, I don't know. I'm just living my yeah. truth. You yeah. seem like you've been doing good this week. I have. I know. You were in a great mood yesterday. I really was. I was just doing it. I have a foldable desk, you guys, because we live in a small space, but it's beautiful. But I like to fold it, and then that's my that's my that's my CEO president desk. <laughs> Don't you think, Harvey? Well, so. oh, hi, guys, and Boo. How are you? Oh, Come on. If I was any better, you wouldn't be able to stand me. I love when you say that. Just- Real good. Oh, boo, boo, boo. Uh, Miss CEO. I know. Guys, business suits. Papers. <laughs> Important phone calls. You got any word of mouth this week? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did not think that would be that loud. Guys, I'm using pencils now. Apparently, lawyers who think differently, and I'm assuming they're all great, uh, you know, they uh, use pencils so you can erase it's a good way of, ah. yeah, a lot of pencil work. I like that. In the law. I'm not a lawyer, but, like, why not? I could be. Woo. I know that whole speech Matthew McConaughey says at the end of A Time to Kill. Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to do it now, but just know that that's something in my back pocket. I like how that movie was <laughs> set, filmed and set in the 90s. It's yes. not like it was a period piece. Right. But literally in every scene, someone is sweating their ass off. You go back and watch that movie, almost every scene. It's like they know, oh, uh, we're from the South. We don't have air conditioning. I think that's. Do you guys have air conditioning? Yeah, we got air conditioning. Well, I don't know. It's cold there at times. Muggy. I don't know. 
cold, rain. cold and muggy or different things, <laughs> boo boo. <laughs> You're like, cold. Why? Not cold, but muggy. <laughs> like, she doesn't know what muggy means. I don't know, but you know, I'm just throwing paint at the wall today. I'm, I'm the Jackson Pollock of podcasting, you know? You never know what you're going to get, and sometimes it sucks. Oh, what? Charlie. God. <laughs> just this little sh- beautiful little baby. Guys, listen, this is a real... I think this is fun. I think yeah. people are going to be listening to this and they're like, oh my God, they're wonderful. Whoo! I'm going to edit all of this out. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Boo. Yes. I love you and the Lord loves you. I love you. That's why I praise you. <laughs> I sing all Jesus songs today. <laughs> That'd be creepy. Okay. Love you. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at the Stonebergs podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at the Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.